Welcome to the Lean Into Love podcast, a spiritual self-compassion podcast and space devoted for you to find greater inner freedom, connect more fully to the world around you, and cultivate a deeper spiritual connection to a higher power. I'm your host, Gina Velez, a performer at heart, wellness enthusiast, self-love coach, and current grad student slash therapist in training, I have spent most of my life searching for ways to come back home to myself, back home to the wellspring of love. Along my journey, I have found transformative practices and met some incredible teachers. I now want to share it all with you because as Ram Das once said, we are all just walking each other home. Let's embark on a journey of heart-centered exploration, vulnerability, and expansion. Together, we'll navigate the intricate dance between love and fear and discover the limitless power of the human heart. When we learn to love ourselves unconditionally, we radiate that love outward, making a profound difference in our relationships, our communities, and the world. The journey starts now, and I'm thrilled to have you by my side. Let's begin. Hello, friend. I hope this episode finds you well. I know I am doing much better these days after my sugar detox doozy. (laughs) I am still learning so much about sugar, though, and just how to be more mindful about my consumption and how to eat for a low glycemic index. Yeah, so learning all about glycogen, glucose, the pancreas, and insulin resistance. It's really interesting and kind of overwhelming. So if you know of anyone who has a lot of knowledge about this subject, then send them my way. I'd love to learn more and, as usual, share it with all of you. Okay, so speaking about something I'd like to share, I'd like to share about a new and powerful practice that I've gotten into. Well, it's not new. It's it's actually relatively ancient wisdom, but it's new to me, um, but it's called Reiki. And I recently completed a levels one and two training this past summer, and now I'm teaching a class once a week at a studio near my home. And I would say that this practice has been pretty transformational for me, which is why I wanted to talk about it today. So what is Reiki, you may ask? Why? It's energy healing. Reiki is a vibrational, which is also known as subtle, therapeutic energy modality. It is typically administered through gentle touch, but with the aim of harmonizing the biofield, or as some of you know this as an aura, and it enhances the body's innate healing capabilities. It's essentially focusing one's own energy to help another focus their own. And then this therefore creates healing within the mind, physical, as well as the energetic body. And Reiki generally checks in with each chakra, which is an wheel of, it's a wheel of energy, and there's about seven of them in our body. And this checking in of all seven then unites to the aura, or as I mentioned earlier, the energetic biofield. It's a bit woo woo, but you know what? That's okay. It's actually why I really love it because it it draws on this ancient wisdom that I have been learning about in yoga and in meditation and it kind of just is a culmination of the mind body spirit approach. 
So there is a cool therapeutic technique called self-holding, which is a self-applied somatic therapy exercise. And this was created by psychotherapist Peter Levine. I'm including this in the podcast because I think it's important to make a connection between the effects of Reiki as well as a empirically evidence-based therapeutic technique that a lot of people practice around the world. It's, um, yeah, I I have been doing self-holding for a while now. I do this when I'm feeling anxious and it really helps calm me down. And so it was kind of wild to be in this Reiki class a few months ago or probably back in the spring and being like, oh my gosh, wait, I do this. This is already something that I practice. And now it's cool to see it in a different lens through the, um, through the healing energetic art form of Reiki. Um, but yeah, they're basically all just working towards helping one manage their own energy, uh, to be more effective so that they, like I said earlier, can create healing. Um, Reiki could easily, this is where it kind of gets dicey, right? It could be considered a placebo effect because there's not a lot of direct empirical evidence to back it up, but it is used in clinical settings and often in palliative care. So a lot of times Reiki practitioners will go into palliative care units and just hold the hands of individuals who might be suffering with that, you know, or experiencing their end of their life. And it's a really beautiful way to comfort people and to use your compassionate, loving energy to help someone else tap into their own. I see Reiki in its essence as a co-regulation practice. And So this idea of co-regulation is that we can calm our own energy with that of someone else's. We are able to do that on our own though, right? With like compassionate practices, like self-holding that I just talked about. Um, But it's just so much more effective and I think faster to have another regulated nervous system, another regulated person help us. I think of toddlers when they're experiencing a tantrum, really what they need most in that moment of tantruming is a regulated nervous system to help them positively modify their own. That's the idea of co-regulation. And so this is basically what the Reiki practitioner helps their client do. They help their client co-regulate their nervous system. Now, there are two ways to do it. You have hands-on Reiki and you have hands-off Reiki. I prefer hands-on Reiki because I, as the practitioner, can feel more accurately. And also as a client, I feel a direct and instant result. There is hands-off Reiki where your hands hover above the body a few inches and that still is pretty effective. It's kind of like when you, you know, sense someone who's near you and you're like, I can feel them, but I, they're not touching me. Um, that kind of a thing where it's still effective, but for someone like me, I need hands-on. And I know there are other people who um, are are the same way. And then other people who are a little bit more sensitive, who are like, I don't want hands-on, that's way too much energy for me. Just hover and that's that's enough, right? Um, 
So I always like to equate this concept in case you're like, okay, you lost me at hovering your hands over my body and creating an effective change in my nervous system. So let's kind of back it up a little bit and let's talk about Jesus. So remember when Jesus put his hands on people to heal them? He was basically practicing Reiki or hands-on healing using his own regulated energy to help someone else co-regulate. And then he helped them heal, right? And granted, we I'm not Jesus, we are not Jesus. He had uh, so many more magical powers. <laughs> However, it's the same concept of using our innate gifts to help someone else tap into their own. As humans, we are first and foremost energy. And because we are it, we produce it, we send and receive it. And most of this is done without us even thinking about it. And yet, no one teaches us how to manage our energy or even how to work with it. It's insane. I think it's because scientifically, it's really, really hard to prove, right? So I used to be super skeptical, um, still am sometimes, if we're being honest. I just want more hard evidence. However, I can't help but believe in it when I feel a noticeable shift in my nervous system after, and I really do attribute it to me, my nervous system co-regulating with another's. And that's also why it is so important to find a Reiki practitioner who is doing their own work, staying attuned, and in their highest alignment. Otherwise, um, if someone who is not (laughs) and they're a Reiki practitioner and they're working on you, well, you can imagine that transference of energy can be detrimental. I'm always feeling anxiety, at least on some level, it just resides permanently in my nervous system. I'm like constantly in a subtle flight mode. (laughs) Even when I'm at my most resting uh, state, I feel a slight rumble of it. It's like an imperceptible running of a motor and like in the back of my nervous system. And I don't even notice it's there unless I get really quiet and still, which is why I meditate. I I have to. <laughs> Meditation offers me a chance to become aware. And then only then can I begin to do the work on releasing it. The awareness, though, as with anything, is the key. Sometimes I do have to meditate for about 30 to 40 minutes to begin to feel it dissipate, that like nervous, anxious energy that I'm not aware of, but subconsciously I'm aware of. However, despite those long meditations, those long sits, as I call them, um, it's so worth it. Because when I'm able to release, then I'm like, oh, oh, this is what it's like to feel free of that. And how could I know otherwise unless I'm meditating? You know what I mean? Anyways, um, that's when I'm experiencing Reiki, I can release the anxiety feelings and tap into love, lean into love significantly faster. This is why I think Reiki is so helpful in that the client has no other option but to be still and get quiet for the duration of a session. And a session can be anywhere from like 30 to 60 minutes. 
That's a lot of time, you guys. Not only are they putting themselves into a meditative state while I work on them, they're also being aided by a compassionate presence, by someone who has concentrated their own loving energy to effectively enhance their client's nervous system. It's kind of like this feedback loop that is so beautiful and just full of love and transferring of compassionate energy. And um, really, like, what is a nervous system but a highly organized network of nerves transferring subtle energy directly to body tissues? Pretty cool, right? Yeah. So basically, in summation, it's all energy. And when we heal our energy, we can heal together, and then that healing takes place on a more on a broader scale in community and Reiki provides this power to help us unite within and externally. So as a little surprise, I've decided to include a brief Reiki meditation, a self Reiki meditation, I should say, that you can do from the comfort of your home. Just make sure you're not driving, operating any heavy machinery. You know the drill. Preferably find somewhere comfortable to sit and where you won't be disturbed. And then um, you can keep listening, or at this point, you can stop and move on with your life. But if you want to kind of check out some self Reiki, I will be including self holding um, positions. All right, so we're going to begin by sitting comfortably, maybe placing your hands on your lap and closing the eyes if that feels okay for you. Beginning to check in with the breath, breathing in, breathing out. Awesome. And as you Come more fully into this state of calm. Just notice what's here. We're going to begin by acknowledging what is in your awareness. And then just compartmentalize that. See if you can put it aside. Allow it to be there, but also now shifting your attention to your body, your physical form. I want you to use your imagination and pretend that your hands are growing heavy. And then maybe noticing heat emanating from your hands. This heat will be the conduit that allows you to regulate your nervous system. You might even notice some tingling in the palms or in the fingertips. That is totally normal. That is you activating your Reiki energy. And when you're ready, we'll go ahead and place our hands on either side of our head. And then just feel the sensations between your hands. 
maybe imagining that you're moving energy back and forth between the hands and that anything that is in that space between them is being healed, being sent loving, positive energy. As you keep your hands on either side of your head, take a few deep breaths in and out through your nose. And we're going to move on to a second self-holding position. This is going to be where you place your right hand on the front of your head, so on your forehead, and your other hand on the back of your head, like you're creating a sandwich, like a forehead back of the head sandwich. And then maybe notice this container Noticing any sensations here between your hands and maybe noticing how it feels on your head. Taking a breath in. Relax. Exhale. And moving on to our third and final self-holding position. This will be placing one hand on the heart and another hand on the belly. See if you can sense some sensations in your hands. And as it makes contact with your heart and your belly, maybe noticing sensations in your body where your hands are located. We'll be here for just a few more rounds of breath. And so just noticing how you're feeling. This is less than a five-minute self-guided Reiki session. But even that can have significant changes for your body, for your mind. So notice what has shifted. And then feel free to 
check out the links that I provide on more self-reiki or self-holding guided practices because a little bit of this, as you can tell right now, goes a long way. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day today. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Lean Into Love podcast. And thank you for taking the time to learn how to be a little bit more compassionate with yourself. A small amount certainly goes a long way. If you enjoyed what you heard today, I invite you to work with me inside the Self Love Club, a one-on-one virtual coaching program where you'll learn how to love yourself more fully through holistic and integrative wellness practices. Each session is specifically designed to fit your goals and needs. Visit theyogina.com and book a free discovery call so we can create a roadmap of how we'll get you there today. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you enjoyed your time here, rate and review this podcast. That way other souls on their journey back home to themselves can learn from people like you. Until next time, keep leaning into love. And remember, you are worthy, you are loved, and you are never alone.